welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined by my co-host, John. Hello, hello. What do we have here today on Zine Thursday? We have uh, one of my favorite creators, uh, Charlie Ferguson Avery, has done a little zine. I believe it was for Zine Quest 3. Uh, no, or maybe it was Zine, uh, Zine, Zemo, the Zine last Mons? one. Yeah, Zine Mons. That I don't was think just this was actually a Kickstarter, but it's called As the Gods Demand. And what it is, it's a, a levelless, levelless kind of replacement for the cleric class i'll read i'll read directly from from the zine the content in this zine was designed uh, i'm sorry the zine provides player rules for a levelless divine magic system a series of gods for both gm and player to explore accessory rules on death divine inspired divine inspired encounters and becoming a deity oneself. Let's talk about what it is that these like. Let's let's look first at at these deities because what this gives you is really interesting, and I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So this gives you a, a a little pantheon of eight deities I've never heard of, and they all start off with some sort of I'm, I don't want to say flavor text, but some sort of flavor text is real good, and that tells a bit about the worshippers. Like the first one is this lawful good deity. Ashthamus, perhaps yeah. it's pronounced. Yeah, I think you're right. Worshipped by the Iron Priest. And then it gives you like an initiation. How do you can get into this this clerical um what's the word I'm looking for? This this religion, order. this order, clerical yeah. order. Yeah. It gives you an initial miracle. So the miracle is kind of like a spell or something that you're able to do. And it gives you rights, like different things to do <laughs> so so it replaces uh, the cleric class well, or I don't, I don't even know if it replaces it you could actually use it without without replacing yeah your i think you're right in your normal I, magic system it looks yeah like. i don't think i would replace the cleric class it, it would be a way for uh, other classes who happen to be devoted to their god to be able to call forth mir miracles and it's much more limited and ha probably harder to get these spells and they they give you like you have to follow it's here's the thing oh what i'm looking at this because it gives you the rights and it gives you a couple different ones and then the, a miracle that can go with it essentially a spell or something you can do what i've noticed is these are great for role play like they would be like most of these rights you have to do something or engage in something in a way that it, you'd pretty much be giving your players an adventure so they really th like at, take religion and make it a central point to creating adventure and give you goals and stuff to run a game around. That's what it seems like it's doing for each of these to me. Yeah, and honestly, I think even um, the your normal pantheon of gods that clerics worship and get power from could learn a lot from this and that it just seems like clerics are magic users that uh, heal. You know, there's no... Yeah real need to even engage with the god and this really makes it front and center you know to get initiated you have to do certain things and these aren't just like be neutral good or be chaotic evil but you have to follow a very strict regimen and then you you gain favor by doing what is called what are they called rights yeah so the rights are interesting there's different um, so there's the, the, the like what, like Saint Eschar is that Eschar E S C H A R Saint Eschar, the holy wound is sort of a 
a healing deity focused on that kind of stuff, but you have to scar yourself and have wounds. You take on other people's wounds. You have to heal people. You have to actively go out and engage and try to help others. One of their rights is you have to catch a disease, a, a communicable disease, and put yourself into quarantine for a period of time until you've passed it. And once you have done this, you have essentially gained a miracle from it. Each of the deities is interesting. It's easy. To, it was easy for me to tell kind of what sort of deity most of them were. The one I'm going to point out is the one that I feel was was uh, was directed towards me. <laughs> the is this the key and error a n apostrophe a e r? Yes, and it's Close sort enough. of so the wild walkers, those who observe the world walker live on the fringes of society, disdain of authority, and bearing handmade charms of a cloven foot. The wild walkers, holy nomads of Kenanur, travel the world seeking communities where their help is needed, assisting with everything from community projects to updating folks on news and current events. They are revealed by law, reveled, if that's reveled is pronounced correct, <laughs> reviled they're reviled <clears throat> it is reviled reviled they are reviled by lawmen and lord alike as wild walkers defy laws and codes with direct action and reckless defiance while they are despised by authority they are seen by many as champions of the common folk and sympathizers will commonly offer aid and lodging to the wild walkers so it's no Secret to me that using terms like direct action, this is definitely the anarcho deity here. <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely. Def yeah, very well uh, placed there. I don't understand Ohm. Um, There's a deity here called Ohm ever gnawing. I don't know if it's like a memory deity or a secret deity or something. It's got a weird thing going on, but but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So uh, at the at the end, they give some. So each god has the specific rites or spells that you can get by worshiping and doing and performing the rites. Uh, they're very limited and very specific. And then at the end, there are some uh, miscellaneous ones, I guess, that are more general. There's a little mon divine monster section. Yeah, there's miscellaneous favor that you can probably use to other things. I, honestly, 100%, if I was to use this, I, I don't know if I would use the deities in here. I might use a few. But I would probably be wanting to use these ideas with existing deities that I had. Yeah. I, and you can use it as, oh, this is what the clerics use, or you could just use it in general with your party. You could also use it for NPCs. Like the perfect example is the very first one. I was thinking, wow, this would be great for running a game. Who was the first one? Um, Ashkemis, the, the lawbringer. So yeah. this really strict lawful deity, all of the, like one of the first miracles it gives you is this ability to create a contract. And when broken, you realize that the contract was broken from the other party. And you can have this uh, like, powerful knowledge and direction of exactly where they are so you can seek them out once they have broken that contract sounds like a great thing for some sort of lawful deity to use with the player party to me yes in a story. yeah so what I, the way i would use it is i would allow all of my players to decide if they wanted to be this religious um the non-cleric players and if they did they could pick out a god from any book that they wanted they could use this they could use greyhawk gods they could use anything 
And if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't one of these, we would have to sit down or I would sit down or we could do it, I guess, collaboratively and come up with a balanced um, set of rules for that God. That way you don't have to do every single God in your campaign, just the ones that your players want to use for now. And, uh, but I really like it. I, I, I like, I think it gives a much more well-rounded player and um, more in-depth role playing all around. It's, it's uh, added value in my, in my eyes. What I appreciate is the, the way that this, this author here has taken their look at the lawful good and made it almost something horrifying. It is horrifying <laughs> as it would be, as it would be, honestly. <laughs> and while the, the, the chaotic neutral, the chaotic good, the more anarchist leaning stuff is a lot more helpful for society. I appreciated that within the deities. Yeah, um, it's, yeah. Yeah. One of the things also at the end is it gives you a path to godhood. Now it's kind of vague and loose, but it, like rights, it gives you different more rights that you can follow to become a deity. And from reading through, it's pretty much going to be a campaign long thing. You probably wouldn't be playing a deity by the end of it. That may be the end of the campaign. I like this. I, I'm. I, it's 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 got a ton of great ideas for games and things that you can throw into the game. And again, like I said not even just using it for the player characters, but using some of these ideas for NPCs, tons of different areas. You can create little adventures and sidetracks for your campaign. You might just derail it and make the whole entire campaign around something in here at some point in time, if the players follow it enough, each of these, like some of these are, are difficult because, because you got like a year long servitude or, or service to a deity or to a, a religious order or to a hospital or something like that involved with the rights, which would probably make it rough to play in game without the whole party being on board. But there's ways to work around that, I figure. And if you wanted to come in like, oh, I've done that and I worship this deity at level one would probably be the best approach. Also, why not, you know, in game, you can skip ahead of here. You can do a lot of different things, the amount of time it takes during downtime. And when you come back to game just have that happening during downtime or you can just use it for role play opportunities and now suddenly for a while you're at whatever temple or whatever hospital with your party so that one of the characters can do this ritual or this uh this right to this deity and it adds to the adds to the story and what's going on it, there's a lot you can do with this i was impressed i wasn't expecting it uh yeah i wasn't i was impressed with what i what i read in here well, again, Charles Charlie Ferguson Avery is one of my favorite. He did Into the Weird and Wild, um, which is probably my favorite role playing product that came out last year. He did the uh, um, he's done several more. I think he's working on a new book uh, as well. So I really highly recommend looking up um, looking up his stuff. Feral Feral Indie Studios dot itch dot io is his um, site. And it's recommended for all sorts of games. Pretty much you can use it for any fantasy game, probably other than fantasy too, if you want. Uh, it, it suggests Old School Essentials, DCC, Knave, Morkboard, Black Hack, Troikia, Pathfinder, and 5th Edition. So like pretty much any fantasy role-playing game you want to use it with. One of the cool things is at the back, if you have character deaths, there is uh, turning your characters into a divine relic. Essentially, if you have favor and you have some of these miracles stored up, they can be stored in the remains of a dead character and used by the others 
those those miracles so they become a divine kind of like you see those relics the catholic church used to have body parts of Saint oh, yeah. peter or something yeah. like that i think that's a cool approach a shriveled up ear of somebody or something yeah <laughs> yeah that used to be a legit thing i think that's a really neat a really neat thing to add to game that could be fun yeah you can get a lot of use out of this game it's got a lot of ideas for a campaign and stuff you can use in your game just to make it more interesting if you got found yourself in a slight dull area, introduce some religion, want to explore it and do more interesting things with it. It's a great little, great little zine to check out. Yep. Highly recommended. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, I want to thank you so much for listening and ask you, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. And those of you that have, thank you so much. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I am on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We could really use the support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. Check it out. You get early access to our podcast and you get to hear some episodes that aren't being put up here. So a couple longer episodes that were never posted that are only exclusive to Patreon. So, and as always, keep those dice rolling. Bye-bye.